Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. As I've been working in this newer capacity in the last five or six years of my of my career, uh, I have come across many clients, primarily overseas, but gosh, here in the States as well, that have invested in just awful investment contracts. So I wanted to provide some comments on how you can consider the process of, in many respects, emotionally moving on, psychologically moving on from these contracts. I'm not you know, I'm not interested in patronizing anybody about this, this whole thing. I have never invested in anything like some of the contracts that I've seen. So I have no personal experience on this. But I certainly can share with you that uh, I, I've worked with a lot of folks that have been in these things. And man, some of these things are awful. And I've helped them kind of move on from that. And so I do have a bit of a sense of how I've seen them react to these products. I mean, what we have here in the States as far as, bought, as bad products, and they're not as bad, I guess, as they used to be, but Americans can certainly be exposed to some really lame products. A lot of these are products that are sold with very over-the-top and aggressive sales tactics. Some of these annuity products and many of these life insurance products have a lot of promises built into them that simply never deliver. Now, for expats, gosh, it's a, it's a wasteland of bad products in certain parts of the world. Some of these are completely miserable. I've seen products where people are into these things 10, 15 years, and they really have no hope of breaking even. And what's even more discouraging for many of you that have been in these products is that they were seemingly endorsed by your, you know, through your employer by bringing in the representatives that sell and provide these products. You were referred to these people by colleagues or friends. They were seemingly a very conventional way for you to invest. You know, my, people I trust must be doing it. My employer is authorizing this. So these must be good investments for me. So there's kind of that backdrop with some of these products. They're commonly available. But then you realize these things, however you realize that, you realize these things just aren't what they were and it gets incredibly discouraging. And for some people, a lot of anger is associated with this. So a couple of comments I'll make about this, first of all, is that, and this is a little bit of a, I guess a direct but brutal comment. You just have to detach yourself from these contracts. You have to get rid of them. And, you, and I think it's important to say, look, this thing is over and that you no longer will want to be involved in this thing in any way. And so for a lot of folks, that means just walking away from the contract, particularly for a lot of expats or Americans. It's I'm not putting any more money in this thing. And as soon as I can take it out, uh, I'm going to move on to a different kind of investment. Many people will find this process of going through this liberating. I've also heard this comment, and, and I suppose I can understand it, where people will say, well, I learned an expensive lesson. I, I guess I suppose that you have um, and it is an educational experience. And that's one way to, I guess, put a silver lining on it. Here's what I hope you actually learned. And that is to be far more cynical and far less trustful of the financial services industry and the products 
that are being promoted. Uh, there's all this jargon, all this language, all this compelling marketing that is a part of the financial services industry. And man, it is just, just so much bullshit. So if you've heard an important lesson is that you should have good radar for these promises that are made about returns, about investments. You, know, you can't be naive to this anymore. Another thing I'll mention, because I, I have had this happen a couple of times, if you've been exposed to a product like this, don't go back. Don't, don't let an advisor present a new product to you again. I've seen this happen a few times. You got burned once and you realized it was a bad product. I don't care how nice the person is or how good their presentation is. Do not let that happen again. Been burned once, but not twice. This is also a really important comment as well. Virtually everyone that I have come across that has invested in a bad product, that product typically, though not always, but typically does not represent the core of their savings, the core of their investments of their portfolio. So my point is, is that you can recover from this. For many of the people, it's a bit of a blip along the way. Other people, it was a lot more money that they threw into these things. But you can definitely recover and, I guess, to state the obvious, you have to. My final comment about this, about where you end up, and this is what I believe in how I invest, is that you make the decision that it's only the markets now. You're going to eliminate all of the intermediaries that exist between you and participating in the markets. You're listening to my podcast. You're probably already doing that. You're investing in low-cost ETFs or low-cost mutual funds. That is as close as you're going to get to the market as possible. Maybe you have to pay a brokerage a little bit to handle the transactions associated with your investments, but that's really going to be it. Now, the markets may not treat you well. We don't know what the future is. I'm, you know, I believe the markets will go up over time, but at least if you just invest in the markets, and you eliminate all of the, as many of them intermediaries as possible, then you're not going to get burned anymore by any of the sales tactics of the financial services industry. You know, a story I would relate to about my role in doing this is I remember when I was in college back in the early to mid eighties, we went, you know, when Bruce Springsteen was popular and doing his stadium tours, we went to see him at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. And we parked our car in this lawn we're getting out of our cars, this kid came up to us and said, hey, you know what? This is kind of an unsafe neighborhood here. I would suggest that, you know, if you want, that you hire me for $5 to protect your car. Okay, what a racket, right? And of course, my friend was getting pretty pissed off. And I said, look, let's just give him the $5. At least we know when we come back, our car is safe. I don't know if that's ever happened to you where you live um, or you're part of the world. Obviously, we were paying for a form of protection. Well, as far as I'm concerned, my firm plan vision is basically some sort of very cheap form of protection for many of my clients. I prevent you from buying into the nonsense of the financial services industry. So do your best that you can to avoid these products in the future, particularly if you've been burned in the past. Thanks for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.